the 28th of August 2022. So today we'll have some questions and answers. So the first question. Good afternoon, Longpo. During walking meditation I walk very slowly. I do observe there is mental intention preceding each of the movement of the foot i.e. lifting, pushing forward, dropping and pressing of the foot onto the ground. I also experience a gap in between each of the above-mentioned four processes. Sometimes feel lightness, heaviness, tiny movements running through the foot, hardness or softness when the foot presses on the ground, heat or cold. Upon contemplating, I came to realize that the mental intention is the cause and the movement of the foot is the effect. Then the movement of the foot becomes the cause for the next mental intention and goes on and on. After that I contemplate that this is how the mental and physical processes interact with each other. The characteristics of the elements and the physical and mental processes are impermanent and not self. I would appreciate Lumpo's comments and guidance on this. So Lumpo answered um, that so when we have mindfulness over walking and mindfulness of the foot lifting and then moving and then pressing down, um, then there's intention there for that to happen. So when the mind has this intention, then it gives an order to the brain, the brain in turn orders the body. And with the nerves of the body functioning and being connected, then it can follow the orders that the mind gives it. And there's also feelings there, feelings of cold or of heat or hardness, and the various feelings that we receive. So when we have mindfulness there receiving these impressions, then we know what this is like, we're aware of this. And if the mind is peaceful during that, then maybe we see the arising and ceasing of these phenomena. Or we can contemplate directly into that arising and ceasing, seeing its inconstant and um, unsure nature, and seeing anatta, that it doesn't have a self. So it's possible to see that in this body, that there isn't really a body there. We maybe see that with the people around us, sitting around us, our family members, our friends. They're not really there, it's just names that we call one another. But in truth, it's just four elements. You can see the arising and ceasing of those, how they're not sure, how they're just temporary things. And then we see anatta. So if we see like this clearly, then we see the Dhamma. So may you be intent on continuing to practice in this way. So the next question is, Good evening, Lumpo. In one meditation sitting, I experience all these phenomena. The eyes blinking very fast, seeing bright flashes of lights, persist and then cease. And next, numerous chains of prickly sensations along the two arms. Desire, 
arises wanting it to cease. Mindfulness arises watching the prickly sensations persist and cease after that. Next, the body feels like lifting up from the buttocks off from the cushion. I establish awareness and this phenomenon ceases too. Now my body feels pleasurable. Next, the body that was initially straight and turgid now becomes very soft, like melting into liquid, and I am unable to support myself. Mindfulness arose and this phenomenon ceased and the body became straight and turgid again. After the end of sitting, I contemplate on the impermanent and satisfactory and not-self nature of the body and it goes its own way. Out of compassion, may Longpo correct and guide me along this path to seeing the ultimate truth, sadhu. So when sitting in meditation, perhaps lights may come up. This is a form of nimitta, and these bright visual perceptions, bright lights. So when seeing these, we can also see how they arise, they stay for a bit, and they cease. There may be some unpleasurable feelings in the body as well, and we should just have mindfulness over them, knowing them, seeing their arising, lasting, and ceasing. Perhaps the body at times feels very straight and very heavy, and sometimes it feels weak and soft. And so these are just feelings that we gain. When we open up our eyes, then the body was just like it was before. It's also possible for it to feel like it's melting, going into water. And so this is a kind of an experience of Dhamma here. The body melting into liquid and then flowing. Eventually we can see it disappear. You can experience the Dhamma through this. So you should contemplate that this is anicca, dukkha, anatta. This is unsatisfactory and impermanent and not-self. And when you do that, um, you can do this for the arising of samadhi, and then wisdom can appear. And so just carry on practicing like this, making your mindfulness continuous, and wisdom will arise. The next question. Hi, Lungpo. Thanks for your insightful teaching and valuable insights these few days. I have been feeling weird sensations for the past few months, especially when I am mindful, mindfully and calmly seeing, always nearing the end of the meditation. I can feel a sensation in me turning while I am sitting still in a meditation posture, and I try to ask myself to come back, but it doesn't help. What would you advise? Thank you. So Lumpur said that when it comes to samadhi, then it's possible uh, for these kinds of things to happen. If we sit for long periods, it may feel like the body's spinning around. We open up our eyes, and that's not what's actually happening. It's just a feeling that's coming up. That when there's peace in the mind, it can be like this. And so other things can happen as well. Sometimes it could feel like the body's sinking into the earth, or like it's expanding outwards, or growing very high into the sky, or like it's spinning around. And so we just observe this, these feelings, and have mindfulness there, and then know the breath as well, just carry on meditating. And eventually you'll pass beyond these. 
may also feel like the body is itchy as well, uh, but endure with these uh, feelings, know them, and eventually they will pass and the mind will settle into peace. So, next question. Dear Ajahn, whenever I send metta to myself, I will cry because I realize how harsh I had been to myself all this while and how I am unable to accept my personality. Is this normal or am I being sensitive? Thank you so much for your kindness in teaching, Ajahn. So, Lumpur said that. <coughs> so, this is kind of viewing oneself in a, a pessimistic light, sort of not seeing the value of oneself, not seeing oneself worth or thinking that one has just a little bit of worth. And so this is self-hate or having ill will towards oneself, disliking oneself, thinking that one's um, personality doesn't have much worth or it doesn't have as much value as what we would like. So it's incorrect to have um, this view just the same as how we may dislike other people or have ill will towards other people, and that also is incorrect. So, Anubhalajan Chah, he taught about this before. He said that um, we shouldn't have these feelings of ill will towards ourselves or towards others. We shouldn't view ourselves in a bad light. Uh, but rather have loving-kindness towards ourselves instead, wishing that may I be well, may I be happy, wishing for there to be these joyful feelings in the heart. And so perhaps we haven't had that wish much towards ourselves in the past, but then as we develop this wish for happiness, then we gain that happiness in the hearts, that there's joy, and this feeling of fullness there within. And as we carry on with that practice, then we start seeing our self-worth, the worth of our personality, and this grows and grows. And so that's right to be doing it like this, and that's not being sensitive. But if one is crying due to feeling upset uh, because in the past one hasn't had love towards oneself, uh, then as you carry on spreading metta towards, towards yourself and seeing uh, yourself in a positive light, then this should go away. So just carry on with this practice. So the next question. Two years ago, when I was doing walking meditation, I started to see bones. It started with legs, and then the whole body became a skeleton. Later, when I went to the sala, I started seeing everyone as skeletons. Now I see everyone as a corpse, decomposing and disappearing. I don't see my body when I meditate. I left New York to come to Thailand last year to focus on my practice. I have very minimal desires or cravings, and my tanha has disappeared. 
Please advise me on how I should continue to practice. Also, thank you for sharing the paintings from the Sri Lankan artist when I visited you last month. Unfortunately, there was not enough time to discuss about my practice during that time. Thank you. So, Lumpur said that this too is an issue of uh, samadhi. We use this contemplation as one's kamatana object, one's meditation object, in order to bring the mind to peace. And then when it's in a peaceful state, we contemplate again, um, then we see people like this. We see them being skeletons, walking. So it's possible to see our bodies, to see other people's bodies in that way. And if there's a lot of thinking going on in the mind, then we can recite the meditation words of Atikang Patikulang that bones are Patikula, that they're kind of, uh, filthy or unclean. We can view um, people as skeletons or even as corpses that disintegrate, that decay. And this is wisdom practice. So it's right doing things like this. So this is similar to the way that monastics train. And in the time of the Buddha, um, there was, they trained like this as well. That monks would use this object of a skeleton as the meditation object seeing one's self as being a skeleton, seeing other people as being skeletons. So there was one monk who used this as his meditation practice, and he was walking along a path. And there was a husband and wife who had an argument and the wife left, and she walked past this monk. And then the husband went following and asked the monk, uh, did you see my wife? And he responded that I didn't see any person, I just saw a skeleton. And so these kinds of nimittas and these images, they can appear like this. So to carry on practicing and do this frequently. And then when you see this body or the skeleton disintegrate, decay, Samadhi comes together, sila samadhi panya, gather. Then you can see the Dhamma or even attain to the Dhamma if your Samadhi is enough at that point. So carry on doing this and make this practice continuous. <laughs>